Hello everyone, Hayley here and welcome to a brand new episode on the Be More Pineapple podcast. I hope you've had a lovely week and everything is going so well for you. Um, what's, what's your, what's, what's, what has your win of the week been? What have you done that has been something significant? Have you achieved something since the last episode that you've thought, oh yeah, I'm so proud of myself. Because if you have, I just want to, you know, congratulate you and say, well done. Sometimes we don't praise ourselves enough on the little things that we do to create the big things that we achieve. So yes, I wanted to say well done to you for achieving those things. And this episode, I wanted to talk about a little bit of inner child work, because I think sometimes, again, carrying on the theme of feeling lost, it can also have an impact on the inner child that we have with inside. So our inner child is the part of our psyche that still remains. It still retains the innocence, the joy, the happiness, the fun, that kind of stuff that you achieve, that you go through as a child. Um, so sometimes, I don't know if you've heard this question at all, but sometimes they say to re- get this back, write down a list of the things that you used to enjoy doing at the age of eight years old. So, and it's a really good um, task, actually. So you can actually write down things that you used to enjoy doing and start to recreate those again, because they say at that time of, um, at that age, you kind of understood yourself as a person, you like, you know what you liked and what you didn't, you kind of had your own decisions and stuff. So the things that you did was purely by what made you happy. Um, so write down the interests and the stuff that you used to do. So did you like going out on your bike? Did you enjoy going dancing? Did you go trampolining? Like, did you go swimming? What were these things that you used to do and try and replicate them into your life right now? So the inner child is the part that is still inside you. So it's your inner self, your little inner self that is still residing within And our connection with our inner child, it keeps us feeling happy, joyful, interested in new things. It keeps us that, it gives us that curiosity, that, you know, that feeling of being intrigued. And when we look at things for the first time, we can try and understand them in a way that our inner child might understand. Sometimes if we have any inner child wounds and stuff that can come from our past it'd be really good to try and understand those too. Because when we stay connected and we acknowledge that our inner child is still there and we nurture it, we care for it and look after it, because it's it's still us, you would do it the same way that you would love your own child because it's still you. And when we disconnect from our inner child, we can sit, we can feel lost, we can feel empty, we can feel tired, no energy and happy, all of these kind of emotions. So it could be because we are disconnected from our inner child that we then allow hurt, we allow, you know, the wounds to enter into our adult life. And sometimes when you um, figure out what any, if you have any inner child wounds, then you can then move forward in such a better way. And when we have these inner child wounds, they we have different wounds that could be caused from the mother that, and also different ones that could be from the father. 
people have different um, wounds depending on who it is that hurt them as a child. But I don't mean hurt as in that they um, did it, you know, deliberately, because sometimes these things happen that we, um, we, we're we not aware about. So if you have an abandonment issue, if you have feelings of, oh my God, I'm scared that person's going to leave me, if you really have those abandonment issues, these could be caused mainly by the father, but sometimes they are caused by the mother too. And they have then you go you grow into an adult that has these this fear of abandonment. So this could be um, down to things that happened as a child. So if you were left out, or if you um, just didn't have that attention that you craved, or if a, your mother left, or if your father left you, you could then grow on to be having that fear of abandonment which could also lead to codependence. So you feel like you are absolutely dependent on another person. Um, Traits of an abandoned person could be, and again, this is just in theory. I'm not trying to diagnose anybody. This is just in theory. Sometimes these can be crossed. Sometimes it can be different per person. But sometimes abandoned daughters could end up, like abandonment from their father, could end up marrying older men. Uh, they attract married men. So, and they attract these men because these are the men that they cannot give them that commitment. They attract men also with commitment issues because that is all that they know. And this is the energy that they've received. This is the energy that they are and the energy that they then give out and they attract. So they jump from relationship to relationship as they fear from fear, uh, fear being alone. You could be, uh, they could be a massive people pleaser they can either be too dependent on their partner or it can be from the other side. So they're too independent where they push everybody away. So this is what I'm saying. These scenarios could be so varied depending on the person. And I just want to reiterate, I'm not diagnosing anybody. They could live alone. They might not have any friends because when they they when they're alone they feel like i am in control here no one can leave me so they don't have any friends so then they don't go through that fear of being left it all makes sense right so when that abandonment has been made from a child you can really feel that in adult life <clears throat> sometimes you grow you grow and you have a guilt wound <clears throat> a guilt wound could be caused from when you are at school and say you didn't get the grades, you didn't, you were told you were going to get a certain grade and people were like, yes, come on, let's do it. But then you didn't achieve that grade. So then you, you um, put the grade and you together and then you come up with the whole belief system that you're not good enough because you didn't get good enough grades. You could get a guilt wound because your brother is better than you. If someone has said to you, your brother's better than you, you're smelly, you're stupid, you're this, you're that, that could can, can create a guilt wound because it makes them feel like, I'm horrible, I'm not good enough. And when you have a guilt wound, these children could become adults and become very passive adults. They literally have no boundaries because if they set them, they might feel guilty about setting them. They might experience and 
go through a lot of emotional blackmail. So if you don't do this, then I won't love you. If you don't do this, then I will die. You know, little things like this. So they attract partners that will say these kind of things. They might attract partners that say, you're a bad mom. Why haven't you cleaned up? Why haven't you done the dishes? Why haven't you done this? X, Y, Z. And that comes from a guilt wound in childhood. You could go on to have a trust wound. There's so many different wounds here, guys, and I'm not going to go through every single one of them. This is just a few um, a few that we'll, we'll touch on. You could have a trust wound. So they don't trust anybody. Usually in, the, in adults, um, a child with a trust wound will grow up as an adult to be um, conspiracy theorists. They look for proof in everything. They look to become proved right. These, these people can become master manipulators, so they've learned to control people um, so they know exactly what's going to happen around them. So they can have that trust wound there. They feel, but they can also feel so deeply insecure because they don't trust themselves. So what then happens is they look for constant confirmation. They seek that external validation all of the time. They don't feel that they're clever. They seek validation constantly. So they feel better about themselves. Um, People with a trust wound could always, they're always one step ahead of people. Um, Usually they attract people that are not trustworthy and they attract people that never make them feel safe. And sometimes that then makes them feel like life isn't safe, that they're not safe. Okay. So this is just how things happen around us and how we, our brain is wired and takes us down this path. Um, Sometimes you can have a neglect wound. So neglected children were children that were not given attention, um, you know, they were not clean, you know, neglect. We all know what neglect is. So when you have a neglect wound, they struggle to let things go. They don't feel worthy of anybody's time and they tend to suppress a lot of emotions. So they don't show any emotions because when they did that before, they were completely shut down. Now, these people can be quite angry people. And they feel like they are always going to be a burden on people. Um, You can have wounds such as betrayal wounds, injustice wounds. There's so many uh, wounds that we, uh, we go through as children through our own experiences. And these wounds then become our own brain's belief systems and these these belief systems then have an impact us in in the way that we are as adults and a lot of these wounds they they can be so intertwined like I say sometimes it can be really hard to pinpoint a, a, a particular wound within a client because they can be so intertwined and they have and they have um you know, they ha- it's so hard to pinpoint one specific wound because they do sort of have correspondence from little things. And I'm not saying that if you have wounds, then you have to have had a serious, you know, thing, experience happen to you. These can be just little things that we remember from when we were like five or three, you know, the earliest remember, uh, our earliest memory. So 
And the thing is, is when we don't heal these, we just mask the original issue. And what I want you to do, obviously, I've used this analogy a lot with a Jenga block. When you whip out the bottom piece, the whole Jenga piece falls. But I want you to, here's another way of thinking about it. It's like a ceiling that is leaking. If we put that bucket underneath that leak, so we solve just the wet floor, is that really solving the original issue? No. So when we actually address and we heal, what we can do is heal the, le- the ceiling that is leaking in the first place to stop the leak so we don't need the bucket. This is how I want you to think about these things and how our brain is actually wired because it's all it's all due to protection. It's all due to protection. And when we feel like we've been embarrassed as a child and what that whole scenario was, our brain will then, the defence mechanism within our brain will then go, <gasps> right, we must not do that again. And what happened when we felt embarrassed was because we came out of our shell and we started talking about these certain things and that knocked our confidence levels and blah, 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 blah. And it just ex- es- it, um, escalates and it becomes a belief. And what happens is, is when we don't um, face and heal these wounds, some of these wounds could change into these symptoms that we go through. So the symptoms that I've just gone through, but it can also give people that victim mentality. Um, So for example, oh, how could we think of an example? So you stay in a relationship, for example, or a job that doesn't fulfill you because that then confirms to you, ha, I told you, life is not fair. I am miserable, you know, that type of stuff. Or um, they feel that everybody owes people, that owes them an apology. Sometimes people that don't heal, they can become thieves or um, they can rob people, take things from people. They can even become gold diggers. They can marry for money because they feel that they are owed what they didn't have as children. Sometimes they, like I say, they, they might stay in that relationship or that job because they are attached to it or they are dependent on that one person or that one job, and they then feel that it's only what they're worth. Um, I know people that are stuck in a job that they had when they it was their first job at 16 years of age, and they are not happy in it, but they don't want to change that because it's where they feel safe, it's where they feel that they're really good at it. And if they were to get something new, then they would be having, you know, they'd have to go through that process again of learning something new and being rubbish at something. Therefore, if they feel rubbish at something, it might feel, though, that's what I'm worth. I feel rubbish. And they stay in a job where they feel comfortable because that's where they feel that their worth is. Um, sometimes the lack of confidence um, comes from because they were never listened to or they were always told to be doing better in life. So this is the thing. Every issue that we face and every belief system that we create is due to a symptom of, of from our childhood, which you endured. And this can be rectified, but it's, 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 we need to get to the bottom of it. And we get to the bottom of it by going through that healing We have to heal. Otherwise, these patterns that we go through will keep appearing in our lives. And this is why I cannot, 
recommend the Transform Your Beliefs Bundle enough. Like I've had clients over this past couple of weeks that have absolutely transformed and and I can see it. They can feel it. They know exactly where this thing come from. I've had clients say, oh my God, I've gone through years and years of um, therapy and I've never gone this deep. Like it's just surface level and now it makes sense. Now I get it and now I know why I'm feeling this kind of way. And that comes from the first stage of healing. So in, in order to heal, we have to admit. The client needs to admit what has happened. They need to figure out what has happened and where this has happened in their lives. And then they have to admit. The second step is they have to accept. They need to accept, yes, this happened in my life. I'm not, um, what's the word? I'm not uh, embarrassed about it. This has happened, you know, for a reason. Life happens to us. Life happens for us, not to us, sorry. Everything happens for a reason to create us into the person that we are. And when you accept that, this is a massive step in healing. This happened to me because I needed to go through life and I experienced this in a way that then brings you out the other side. So when you accept it, that is a massive stage for that healing process. And also, the another way that you can heal is through that through that forgiveness so if something is a memory that is constantly um your brain is con- your subconscious is con- constantly throwing up then maybe that's something that you need to try and forgive and put to bed and heal from so when we also forgive when you forgive that person that wronged you when you put yourself in their shoes and figure out why they are behaving this way, maybe they have childhood hood wounds and it was actually nothing about you at all. Maybe what they have gone through has then created their symptoms of their childhood, of their adulthood. So whatever people project to you is not a reflection on you, it's a reflection of them. So what have these experiences done to you as a person? It's given you strength. It's given you the decision and the acknowledgement of what you don't want in life and what you do want in life. You know, the ex that was violent has sent you on this path to healing, to address what happened to you in your childhood to be able to heal. Because remember, guys, you were with that ex that was violent because of something that triggered you from a child. Did something happen with, with your father? Did something happen with um, a person that abandoned you? Where did that come from? That friend that done wrong to you has sent you on this path to learn where you should place your trust. And I laugh because this has happened to me on many occasions. <laughs> and it's something that I genuinely always create that pattern. But it's something that I no longer create because I've healed from it. And I thank them for doing me wrong because you've sent me on the path where I need to learn where to place my trust. You know, why, why, I know people hate war, but why would you hate war if you returned a stronger person? Just an example. So, and the thing is, guys, is you cannot heal if you're holding on to grudges. You can't heal if you're holding on to that pain, that that sadness. But once you forgive and you connect with your purpose to not fight, but to grow and learn and then teach, 
you're then at peace and the universe can then open up new doors for you. But this can only happen when you are ready. You cannot heal the wound without opening the wound. And you also must want to be healed. You must also be want to be healed. I've had clients when I'm trying to help, they've paid for the service, but they're clearly not wanting it. They're not open. You cannot heal without opening the wound. And then they must want to be healed. Okay. And what I also want you to remember, if if you're in, in a situation now where you're not getting that success that you want, I also want to end with this. Failure is just pending success. Okay. Failure is just pending success. And I wanted to end on that because everything that shapes us as a person will have a detriment or something good on us achieving that success, okay? So if you feel like, oh my God, I'm just failing at everything, maybe we need to go back to the beginning. Go back to that wound, open the wound, heal the wound, close it, back up, rewire our brains, and then go towards the success. All right? Well, this was a bit of a deep one. It was quite an interesting one, actually. I love uh, listening to about childhood uh, wounds and stuff and seeing where they fit into people's lives and then opening up, healing them and, and making people a better person. It's, I find it so, so interesting. So if you found this interesting and if you found it quite enlightening, quite triggering, quite, oh, my life, then get in touch with me. It means that you need some healing. It means that you need to book onto these training courses to heal yourself and to fix yourself. Because if you're stuck in a rut where you can't achieve what you want to achieve, we need to look back and figure out why. What is happening here that we need to then heal and fix, okay? So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've learned something quite interesting. And I'll see you on the next episode. Have a fantastic week and I'll speak to you all soon. I love you. Bye-bye. Hey, pineapples. I wanted to let you know about a fantastic opportunity to work one-to-one together to sort out through any issues that could be holding you back. Now, there's two options that you can click through. We have the clarity session. This is one hour session with myself and it will give you, we'll go through lots of different things within that hour. And I'll also give you some grow work to, to complete in your own time. And this will uncover your deepest feelings and how you want to move going forward. If there's anything that is stopping you, we can uncover that. If there's anything that you feel you don't know where to go or what your purpose is, we can address that too in the clarity session. We also have another bundle, which is called the Transform Your Beliefs Bundle. This incorporates the clarity session, but you also then have another two sessions with myself and we can address those beliefs that are holding you back, holding you back get, rid, get rid of them, rewire your brain, rewire your belief systems and completely transform you within three hours of working together. This also includes some 
some grow work as well that you can do in your own time to help you on this path to your massive transformation. So if this sounds like that is something that you want to do, feel free to message me at Be More Pineapple for the link and I'll give you some more information on that too. So I'd love to help you and I'll hope to see you and speak to you very soon. Love you, pineapple. Bye-bye.